Blog Talk Radio. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio. Hey, welcome to Winchester Radio. Um, we're going to be talking about um, episode four of season 14, 14 tonight. Uh, it's called Mint Condition. Uh, it was written by Davy Perez and directed by Ammon Tatarale. And I'm very sorry if I did not pronounce that correctly, but uh, and especially because he did a great job of directing. So I want to be able to pronounce his name right. Um, not only is this episode titled Mint Condition, but it's completely appropriate, I think, because that's how good this episode was. It'd be like, you know, if you keep your action figure in its case, it's mint condition and it's perfect and it's valuable. And that's what this episode was. I mean, it was it was such a good episode like we haven't seen in, in a while. And I, I, I'm laughing because uh, Becky and I, this is Susan, uh, Becky and I were talking uh, before we came on the air and said, it's going to be one of those episodes where we're just going to spend the hour saying how great this was and how wonderful that was and how much we love that was. But it's nice to have an episode and, and, and do that. And there are some other things happening here and some background to talk to, but definitely um, kudos to Davy Perez for writing that. And of course, everybody else involved in the, in the crew that made it such a great episode. And uh, Hey guys, you can still do it. You know, there's stuff now that we talk about and, not always like, and it is possible. This is just living proof. <laughs> and I bet it was a lot of fun for like Jared and Jensen and all the other actors to do. And I was just thinking they were, they were the only ones out of the recurring actors that we, that come and go, you know, like now it's Jim Beaver or Sam Smith or Misha or, or uh, Alex. And this was just, Sam and Dean, and that was just wonderful, <laughs> just the way I like it. <laughs> um, and you know what? I also, well, I was uh, uh, watching this and thinking about that, and I know these days, um, Darren and Jensen, of course, you know, they get a little more time off to be with their families, and, um, you know, they've worked very hard for so many years, and they certainly deserve it, but I think things suffer without them being the focus of an episode and as much as I love having like a full season this one's going to be a little bit shorter than usual 20 episodes I'd actually be happy and it made Jared and Jensen happy to have seasons that are like 13 episodes you know like lucky 13 right and 13 episodes like this with just Jared and Jensen as the main focus and just write them, you know, just focus on them and, you know, really tight and full of action and just, you know, even 13 monsters of the week and them hunting and, and, you know, just talking about life. And also if they even wanted to have like a big bad or an arc, 
I mean, the first couple seasons of Supernatural were awesome, and the big bad was just a demon. Think about it. I mean, he was a bad, badass yep. demon, but Azazel was just a demon. But worked just fine. So, you know, can be done. Um, I totally agree with you because, like I've always said, Orphan Black is one of my favorite shows. And, you know, those, mm-hmm. um, it only had like, you know, 10, 12 episodes a season. And, you mm-hmm. know, there are several, you know, of the um, BBC America shows and other shows that now that just, you know, have 10, 12, 13 episodes a season. And when, mm-hmm. when you have that few, there are no filler episodes. You know, everyone is mm-hmm. written to be perfect. And I, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'd be totally fine with Supernatural doing that. And you don't burn out your actors and you don't burn out your writers, you know, who have to, right, right. you know, come up with everything and, or a little bit, you know, like the walking dead that, you know, they call it like, like, well, like right now it's season nine or whatever. Cause they all did that and they would do like 10 episodes, take a break a good break where everybody got to do something else or rest and then they wrote and whatever, and then came back and filmed another, I don't know, seven or eight episodes. So really like season whatever, six is 18 episodes, but they just split it up. And mm-hmm, right. again, you know, nobody really, so you can even still get your seasons of 20 episodes. You just break them up and that, that would work too, you know, but, who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I guess the CW doesn't really do that. But, um, you know, they're they're very fond of Supernatural. I mean, it's it's become such a a foundation, you know, such a strong show they count on. Even now, there'll be a, a lead-in for a new show, you know, 14 years later. <laughs> So right. know, it's still something very valuable to the network and all that. So, and they still make money. They're still popular. They're still on covers of magazines. So I don't see why the studio powers that be wouldn't uh, wouldn't maybe want to consider that. And uh, I think it might be something Jared and Jensen would go for. I think they had a lot of fun doing this episode. And when you hear him talk, oh, this episode was awesome! Yeah, yes, I can't, yes. I can't say enough good stuff about this episode. You mentioned that um, Jared and Jensen were the only, you know, regulars or whatever in this episode. Well, there was mm-hmm. at least one other, at least one other actor in this episode that had been in another one. Um, the only one that I caught off right offhand. Genevieve Buchner, who played Sam in this episode, Samantha, they called her Sam sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have to she, call her Samantha because we're going to get very confused. <laughs> <laughs> she was um, the little girl in Bloody Mary back in season oh, one. Goodness. Yeah, she was the one who, mm. uh, it was her dad who bled out in the ba- in the bathroom. She was the Oh, bathroom and yeah. said and so um, you know here she is you know that was season one and now she's back in season 14 a grown up when she's just a little girl back in season one oh my god and I, 
I did see some people on Twitter when the episode was airing saying, oh, you know, here's somebody that Sam can get with. You know, um, Sam hasn't had a girl in a while and all this. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no he, <laughs> he, he can hook up with her. She don't want any matter. No. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is weird because, you know, I had – I didn't realize that with her, and I thought, oh, you know, I really, I really like her. You know, she and she, um, Samantha and Sam had a nice, good relationship. But now that I know, I'm like, no, <laughs> probably, you know, it was probably weird <laughs> right? for like Jared and Jensen too, because they're like, oh my god, yeah, probably, <laughs> you know, geez. So, but yeah, that's that's really cool. That's really cool. I thought you were gonna say, um, well. There was one other regular character in the episode, and I'm so uh, uh, I'm so oh. remiss for leaving her out because she is my favorite, and that's Baby. <laughs> so we did All get right. the Empower, <laughs> of course, and uh, Samothy, and um, anyway, like you said, everything's wonderful. Well, so I don't know <laughs> where do you want to start. <laughs> I have to, I want to give props to the VFX department because. The um, VFX for Panthro when he was attack, you know, getting ready to attack that guy and all that were great. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were flawless. I mean, it looked real. I was mm-hmm. really impressed with that. That was and a fantastic effect. And it, the fact that it was a, you know, Thundercats, you know, it's like that was, you know, it was perfect for, you know, 80s fans like Dean is and everything and mm-hmm. I loved the stuff that they had in the comic book shop too like um, you had of course Deadpool's outfit there uh, which you know we know Jensen voice uh, not Deadpool I'm sorry Red Hood um, Red Hood there, mm-hmm. who, yeah who Jensen voiced you know Red the in the movie for Red Hood he mm-hmm. voiced it, the animated movie and behind the Red Hood figure was a House of Wax movie poster, which Jared was mm-hmm. in. And, you know, it's just, you know, little stuff like that. I like that they did that. Mm-hmm. I liked when um, it's later in the episode and Sam, <laughs> excuse me, was on the was on the floor again because he got hit on the head again. And <laughs> and the, comic, the role of comic books over him has, like, Green Lantern and... Um, the Flash and uh, Ragman, and those are Arrow and Flash uh, characters. It's, you know, they're little mm. CW things. And of course, Dean at um, Stuart's uh, house, Stuart and his mom's house, he had a Flash mug because he traded it with right. Jared and uh, <laughs> uh, Sam. What was on Sam's mug? I thought they looked like cats. Cats. It was cats. <laughs> was A whole lot of cats. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> um, and um, so Dean, Dean didn't want to drink out of a cat mug. I guess not. And then, but uh, Sam, I don't think cared. He's like, whatever. No. <laughs> it's a mug with cider in it. And uh, they, how about those outfits? <laughs> the insurance agents. <laughs> I love those. And. Sam's pocket protector. Why was Dean wearing glasses in that one scene in the kitchen? 
uh, not that I didn't like it. I, I like him in glasses, but why was he wearing yeah. glasses? I wonder if there was a cut scene and explained why he was wearing mm-hmm. glasses in that scene. Because I just um, don't know where yeah. that came from. I, you know, he, Jensen and Jared, made those outfits look way hotter than yeah. they really should be. Right, so, right. I think they, but, and I think maybe um, Dean wore the glasses just decided maybe to put them on as kind of a uh, an affectation, but I think it would have worked because reading glasses, maybe he expected to read something. Maybe he was pretending. I, I don't know. That's the only thing I can come up with. <laughs> um, they'd be reading glasses and not distance glasses because he didn't wear them all the time. But um, another thing is lately, Pretty in past several seasons, and we've talked about it before. Um, pretty much the only uh, undercover thing they wear is an FBI agent, and mm-hmm, these were mm-hmm. insurance agents, and it was a completely different uh, outfit and little different persona, and everything. It was so enjoyable because usually we just get the FBI agent thing, and I know that work times to get them in, but I just love when we see something different because they used to do more characters like that in other times. I mean, we got the – go ahead. I like that they. it was the Campbell & Sons insurance company, too. Yes. I like that. Yes. That worked really well, and, of course, um, for Mary Campbell. It is a family right. name. Their mother's a maiden name. Um, in case. Um, and I loved all the little, like, scenes from Hellhazers, the yes, movie they were making in yeah. Hollywood Babylon. <laughs> and, and then at the comic book shop, you know, they even had the movie poster on the door. and. Mm-hmm. Showing, um, and didn't we see uh, the truck I, from Route 666 somewhere? Yeah. It was like another they flash pulled, of the truck. They pulled um, stuff from, they pulled scenes um, in Hollywood Babylon. You know, there was that, um, just like they did in this one, there was a trailer for Hellhazers in the middle of the episode. Mm-hmm. Just like in this one, mm-hmm. there was a trailer for one of the All, ha- All Saints Day movies. Um, but they pulled... Mm-hmm stuff that they used in the trailer from um, from Hollywood Babylon, they pulled st- st- scenes from it into this one. Because I, I remembered the in the um, trailer from Hollywood Babylon, there were scenes from Route 666, which we saw. There was um, Gordon dipping the knife in the blood from the um, episode, you know, with Lenore in the second season. Um, you know, they they pulled a lot of stuff from then to use them in the in this mm-hmm. trailer. Mhm. And I liked how the trailer in this one was like on a VHS tape. <laughs> I thought that was pretty neat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The um, you know film quality for all that was not too good, and just the look of, I guess he was the janitor. And he was a victim of of Hatchet Man, and he was trying to get the 
get the candy bar out of the vending machine. Mm -hmm. And then Hatchet Mm -hmm. Man comes up and just his outfit and the hair and everything. I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is is so (laughs) 80s, you know. So I was like, oh, my God. But it was so good. And uh, Hatchet Man looked very creepy. He was scary. I had a quick question. It just popped this Mm -hmm. Popped up while I'm talking. While we're talking, in the scene mm-hmm. in the car after they did the where they both bent down because the mom passed by, which that was hilarious. Um, <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> uh, when um, Sam's looking on Reddit at all the comments that Stuart was getting on about his video, um, he's uh-huh. saying all the names that Stuart's being called, and he says uh, one of them is Panthers B. And Dean says, rhymes with rich, and Sam says, yeah. So are they not allowed to Dean say bitch at 8 o'clock? Well, that, I thought that was weird because they, you know, Supernatural curses pretty freely. I mean, I mean, Dean just said, you uh, know, on the Internet where everyone is a dick, and they usually, right. I mean, it was tough to be able to use that word for and not mean what you wanted to, you know. And, uh, uh, and um, they didn't used to allow that very easily. But, I'm, of course, we're all saying all these words on our podcast now, but whatever. Um, <laughs> they used to say bitch. <laughs> they used to say bitch on Supernatural pretty freely. I don't know if was it. But that was before they were joke? at 8 o'clock. That was before they were at 8 o'clock, though. That was back when they were on at 9 o'clock. And I got to thinking, I don't, we don't hear Dean saying son of a bitch all the time like he used to. So I'm wondering if they've, they're allowed mm. only a certain amount, you know, because I know, Probably. Um, you know, you're, yeah. you're allowed a certain amount of curse words per episode and a certain amount of this certain mm-hmm. word per year and all that stuff. So I'm wondering if they were mm-hmm. saving a bitch for later <laughs> you know, or something. But so I, funny. I just, it's probably true. I, I just thought it was so but weird. But I thought it was so weird. didn't say it. Yeah. It sounded, it sounded so weird because why would Sam, they say this was, you know, real, why would Sam say just say bitch? To Dean, right. his brother, there's nobody else there in the car. Exactly. Yeah, it was, yeah, it, it was weird. Yeah, it was very strange. Yeah. Kind of a production thing. Allowed, it's like you said, where they're only allowed a certain amount of words per hour and it's so 8 they, o'clock. But how, how come it's okay to say dick at 8 and not bitch? Maybe because dick, dick it, it can also be, you can say, oh, that's, that's somebody's name. <laughs> you know, maybe yeah. or something, you know. I, but yeah, if they knew they okay. if they knew they were gonna if they knew they weren't gonna be allowed to say bitch, why not name have that name be a different name? Yeah, completely. And yeah, I, so. I I laughed a lot because one of the comments made was exactly something that I I said to myself when I watched the episode. Like, why did me just step on it? Yeah. <laughs> just step on it, you know, and, and I know he's got a weapon and your shots and he's probably running around, but also if my action figure came to life, I would not bend down and put my face right next to it. I know, right? <laughs> I, I don't think so, Stuart. <laughs> 
know, but Stuart was just, you know, was just like that. Also, do you think he's named Stuart because of Stuart and Big Bang Theory, who runs the comic book? That's what Russ and I were talking about the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Dean calls him Big Bang. You know, as when yeah. he, you know, he references back to him and calls him Big Bang. Mhm. Yep. I um, I like the com- the comparisons between Sam and Samantha and Dean and Dirk. How you know Dean was like, we have zero in common, and then they ended up being pretty much you know <laughs> so much alike. I, I oh yeah. That. They were even. I, I'm I'm sure they. I'm sure they did it on purpose, but they were even eating the same color sucker. They were both eating red suckers. And <laughs> yeah. They like junk food. They like horror movies. Yeah. Um, I also liked the fact that, that Dirk, you know, he doesn't have Dean's skills and experience, and he was scared for himself but when Stuart's mom Babs was in trouble, when Dean was in trouble, he he mm-hmm. got past his fear and was right there to try and help them. I mean, it didn't yeah yeah succeed on it, but up. he tried. Yeah. And that's like that is that's also another parallel to Dean. You know, when somebody's in trouble, yep. Yep. he's there. You know, so yeah. And this whole episode, of course, is full of fan stuff and comic books and nerdy and all that. But I didn't ever feel like they were being insulted or made fun of. Nope. You know, not, not once, even as quirky as they were and, and everything, I guess I'd say Stuart was probably the most stereotypical. I didn't think actually the other two were that stereotypical at all. They just happened to like comics and horror movies and whatever. But but Stuart was a little bit more stereotypical, but I still didn't feel like he was being made fun of. But, you know, he was back in mom's basement, the video games, and then, you know, arguing about things like you could beat up Superman with, you know, kryptonite gloves. <laughs> right. <laughs> and all of that. And, and, but then and he was all also... He was a super good guy. You know, Dirk was telling about how he would, you know, when he would have mm-hmm. trouble with his dad, Stuart would let him come over and um, stay mm-hmm. on the couch, no questions asked and all that. So, you know, mm-hmm. with all his flaws about, you know, having a short temper and all that, he was still a really mm-hmm. good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was, he was there for his friend and even Samantha gave him another chance when he was stealing stuff and she was having him pay it back, you know, out of his paycheck, mm-hmm. but she, you know, they were friends and she was trying, trying to help, maybe not the best decision, but, and also Stuart, you shouldn't steal, of course, but Stuart wasn't stealing the stuff to sell it. He like just wanted it. I think he's probably got issues, you know, and, yeah, and, and yeah. Um, you know, it needs, needs, you know, whatever, but uh, to get him through it. And I think Dirk and Samantha saw that, which is why I think they also stayed with him. And then, of course, because he was good to Dirk, he was having a having a tough time. But 
you know, you think that that stuff is exaggerated, you know, where he says, you know, the whole argument with the kryptonite gloves and everything. Are you there? Actually had. Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you now. You cut out for a second. Oh, I'm here. <laughs> um, I was saying that I've actually had something like that happen to me in real life, you know, the whole kryptonite gloves and Superman. I was in the store Best Buy. It was Best Buy. And um, one of the clerks, we were, I think I was just trying to find something we were talking about, kind of Spanish movies and all that. And he mentioned being a fan of Lord of the Rings, of which I am not. And I'm sorry. I know many people are. I'm glad you are. And I, and I said to him, um, I said, I'm sorry. I said, my opinion is bored of the rings. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Oh, okay. And and he actually yelled out loud at me like somebody else in the aisle turned around and looked. And he's like, no, it's not. <laughs> and he was genuinely angry, like, how dare I speak about the Lord of the Rings that way? And I was like, dude, I'm happy for you. I don't have to like Right. I mean, and I tried. I've seen all the movies. I tried. I have friends who love them. I'm like, I'm trying, but mm. so anyway, anyway, but but yeah, that that stuff actually happens. <laughs> that it happened to me. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm looking through my notes here a little <laughs> bit. Um, um, I loved the whole scene where at the beginning, when Dean's hiding out in his room in the bunker. And eating pizza and watching horror movies. Did you see his socks? They had noodles on them. Yes, yes, I did. It was something goofy. Um, And it said send nudes, and it was spelled N O O D Z, and Mm -hmm. uh, or D S, I forget. But it was on like Chinese food boxes, and Mm -hmm. it was noodle. There was noodles. I saw a few people actually found where you could order those socks online. So <laughs> I'd say the next convention we'll be seeing people wearing those socks. <laughs> yeah. Well, some people were saying they're um, probably Jensen socks and not Dean socks because Jensen, I guess, um, has shown some interesting choices in socks and things and a, like that. And a David Boreanaz. <laughs> Mm-hmm. David Boreanaz is a big, uh, crazy sock person, and they brought it yes. into Booth's character on Bones. So, oh, yeah, because um, I've never seen Dean as a funky sock kind of guy. Mm-mm, no, probably just real utilitarian, you know, basic color. And the winter time, they're just like heavier socks than summer, you know, or right. probably, you know, leather socks. I don't see those. They look, they do look a little bit more like Jensen songs. But anyway, um, I I love that Sam came to check on Dean. Dean's eating pizza, and you can tell that he's been in the room a while for the most part because there's, like, empty bottles on the shelf and pizza box and everything else. And I love that Sam's worried about his brother, and he comes to check on him. And he knows just how to get Dean out of his funk as he says um he shaved 
All it took was Dean <laughs> saying something about it. <laughs> he shaved, and what a what a what a what a comment! <laughs> it's uh, of course he must have just shaved because Dean looks at him like you know he hasn't seen him before ever, and he comments on it and he says it's smooth as a dolphin belly. <laughs> yeah, the way he says it is funny, you know. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> And, you know, Sam just rolls his eyes like, you know, brother or whatever. And also he's found a case for Dean to get him out of the room. And it's nothing to do with Michael, nothing that intense or serious or traumatizing. It's a killer toy, you know, and just, and it's Thundercats. It's just right up Dean's alley. And that's what gets him up and moving. And I also noticed some, Usually they film and, and whatever, so so Sam and Dean, Jared and Jensen, their height doesn't look that different. I mean, Jared's around 6'5", Jensen is 6'6", six, six, and you could really see it in that scene when he jumps up to talk to him about the case. I'm like, usually they look much closer, but wow, Jensen I looks bet it was shorter. Because, um, Jensen wasn't wearing shoes. You know, we know he was in those right. socks, so... Yeah, yeah, but it was it was like so. We don't usually you don't usually see it that much. It was very pronounced in that right, scene. Right. I mean, I thought I cared. I was just yeah, wow. <laughs> and um, and then Dean's like out of there. You know, let's move it. We're on this case. You know, this is great. And you see the little smile on Sam's face. Like, yep, yeah, I got him. <laughs> you know, I just I just loved it. I thought it was so. I thought it was just delightful. He knows how to get him out of there. And I also have to admit, I never watched Thundercats, so I have absolutely no clue about anything, I no have, character names, no nothing. <laughs> I have two younger brothers, from, and they watched. So, yeah, I know a little bit about them. Not much, but a little bit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But not enough to tell you okay. which character Panthro was. I've recognized him, but I don't know if he was a good guy or a bad guy. I'm guessing good guy, but... Yeah, I I know nothing. All I know is because I've seen it like sometimes here and there, like on Twitter or whatever. It Thundercats go, whatever that means. <laughs> like okay, <laughs> okay. Um, now, how awesome was it to come back to get an episode that was just a ghost episode? There we saw salt being used. We saw. The EMS meter being used. I mean, it was just so awesome to get a classic ghost episode. It's been mm-hmm. so long since we get we've had classic episodes, and this is this is the show that I fell in love with. This is the supernatural mm-hmm. I signed up for back in 2005, and yep. I I was just so glad to see my show back. You know, there not oh, yeah. you know. The show's the show's not the same as it used to be. It's evolved, and, and which shows do anything evolves when it's been going on for this long. Oh, sure. I mean, look, yeah, you know, I mean, look at X Files, and it wasn't on for this long. But boy, howdy, it was way different when it ended. And, and but and The Walking Dead, which is still current, it's very yeah. different than when it first yeah, started. Yeah. So yeah. exactly, yeah. but you know, the reason I fell in love with this show was these kind of episodes. So I was glad to get one again. Mm-hmm. And and it and it it never like it didn't turn out to be something else. It was a ghost. 
That's what they figured yeah. it out to be, and that's what it was. And and I'm like you, I just love seeing that salt circle and the EMF meter. Or and I love Sam explaining it to Samantha as a carbon monoxide <laughs> detector. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, you know, and and um, and I, and this is another episode with there were original characters in it you know, like Dirk and Samantha and Mom, Babs, that were, they they were well-rounded. You got to mm-hmm. know them. You know them all pretty yeah, well. Real, and, yeah, and yeah, okay. you, you felt, you felt, I fell in love with Dirk. He was such a sweet guy. And it was like when um, Hatchet Man showed up and everything, I was like, don't hurt him. Leave Dirk alone. I don't know. hurt him. You know? <laughs> Yeah, I would have been mad if he got killed. And like I said, he was, mm-hmm. he didn't, like, he was there for his friends. And he says, I, I wanted to be here when he wakes up, you know. He's good to me, you know. Right. I stuff with my daddy, you know, I, I, he lets me stay. And and he was brave enough, even though he was scared, to try and help Mom and Dean. And he, he just... And he was very well, like, socialized, you know. He got along with Dean just fine, you know. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, yeah. To him, to him, this was an insurance agent, at least for most of the episode. Oh, that was so funny when he kept going, vampires, real, witches, real. <laughs> and finally, you know, Dean <laughs> yeah. sped up and he says, if it's Godzilla, it's real. <laughs> you know, it's just great. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a that's a lot to take in. <laughs> You know, right? Oh, yeah. And um, what? What did you think about the security guards, though? I thought they were weird. It was weird having those security guards. <laughs> I understand the way that they were used, so that you could, you know, mm-hmm. kind of juxtaposition them against the movie that they're watching. You can see that mm-hmm. um, Dirk and Dean and Hatchet Man are basically going through the same things that the characters right. in the movie are going through at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. But then at the end of the episode, you know, you see him finding Hatchet Man in the morgue. <laughs> um, you know, yep. instead of ending with a Sam mm-hmm. and Dean scene, it ends with them finding the Hatchet Man mannequin at the morgue. So I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just a figure, right? It's not the because right. um, Jordan was gone. Was Jordan moved on. Yeah. Okay. I don't so, think it's, it's meant to be know. like, oh, gotcha, he's still here. I don't think right. so. Yeah, I don't but. either. I just thought it was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It bothered me too much. But I think, like you said, it was it was necessary to help you identify what's going on, you know, and, and what was real and what was movie. And they kind of did like a... They were kind of doing a voiceover, a little background, you know, or something. I mean, mm-hmm. it, didn't, it didn't bother yeah. me too much, but it was a little bit. But um, um, I loved all the bonding that Dean and Dirk did. You know, they could both recite the dialogue <laughs> from all mm-hmm. things day, you know, and um, talking about their favorite one, you know, and they were like, oh, and I thought their argument, not an argument, their discussion about which movie they liked better, 
unlike probably if Stuart had been been awake, they are both very reasonable. And, you know, things don't always Mm -hmm. stay that way in a discussion about a movie or a TV show, especially on the Internet these days. (laughs) Which is obvious from the chat room or wherever we're um, we're commenting on Stuart's Thundercat fight, you know, and and all that, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. commenting, and and I thought it was a. Both Dean and Dirk talked about which movie they liked, and they were different ones, and they had similar things in common, but they weren't the same movies, and and then of course Dean makes the comment, you know, all oh, the internet where everybody can where everybody can be a dick, and then the chat room, and he changed his mind, and whatever, it's that mob mentality, you know anonymous that you can be and and all that so it's a kind of a pointing that out um the movies of course are fictional it made Mm -hmm. me want to know the david yeager character's backstory (laughs) you know from their talking (laughs) and everything it's like you know i know these movies Uh don't exist but i'd I'd like to actually know what was up with the david yeager guy What, what happened you know, apparently his friends yeah. pulled a prank and burned him. So, you know, I, I, yeah, the car I fell on more him. about him. Yeah. He was a and, mechanic um, and the car fell on him and then it burst into flames. It was horrible. <laughs> the um, scene right before what they showed the car falling on him, that was a scene from, um, oh, there's when you've had 14 episodes of, show, of a show, it's hard to remember the names of all the shows. But it was the one where... Um, Anna came back to kill Mary. Um, you know, they went back in the past mm-hmm. to kill young Mary. And cause oh, it yeah. With, um, it's not that the was song Matt Cohen, the same, is it? Yeah, I, I, it, I, it could be. But um, the guy that we see walking into the garage, that's Matt Cohen. I recognize that scene there. Oh, wow. Because I was like, that person looks familiar, and I pause. like, "Yeah, thanks for that." Oh, there was the scene where Sam and Dean are walking up to the comic book store for the first time, and all the mm-hmm. trick or treaters go by, and they go "boo," you know, as, as they go yeah. by. And Sam's like, "Yeah," you know, and just the way he does it, Jared was hysterical. <laughs> He's like, yeah. and and. Dean, of course, you know, hates a mystery, and he's got to find out why does Sam hate Halloween. And I like how he says, well, don't say because every day is like Halloween for us because it isn't, and we don't eat that much candy. And I think, oh, I said, I think you kind of do. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and what did you think of Sam's reason for hating Halloween? Uh, at first, I was like, "Is that it? That's all? Seriously?" Uh, but then, you know, this, when I watched the show again today, I can see how that would be just traumatizing to a kid, especially in sixth grade, yeah. and where you He's know 11. every year, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that's super traumatizing, and to where you're just like, "Ah, I don't want to do it anymore." And I, so I can, I can totally mm-hmm. see it. But um, that whole thing yeah. reminded me so much of the episode, um, the Christmas episode in season three, where Dean asked Sam, Sam, why are you the boy that hates Christmas? It reminded me so much of that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Poor Sam. I think he just hates holidays. <laughs> yeah. Nothing good ever happens for him, poor thing. It's but, like, um, but I got to thinking, I wonder if Arbor Day is about the only holiday <laughs> he has. Because, <laughs> like, Mother's Day and, you know, Mother's Day, you know, that's out. Terrible um, Mother's Day, awful. Valentine's Day, forget yeah. it. <laughs> right, right. New Year's, well, Dean, I don't know. Um, Dean's birthday is also... <laughs> Dean's birthday is also Jessica's birthday, and mm-hmm. so yeah, he's just got it rough all the way around. Yeah, I I was a little bit like you at first. I thought, is that it? You know, because usually we're used to terrible, tragic things being the reason why Sam and Dean hate mm-hmm. something, and it wasn't. But but as you say, when you're 11. That is a big trauma. And remember, you know, Sam and Dean, they moved around a lot, and it was probably tough enough to make friends or have some kind of normal school life and school friends. And, I mean, they did pretty well. I mean, we've seen in other episodes that have flashback, you know, that for the most part, especially as they got older, Sam and Dean handled that pretty well. But, you know, you're 11 living year old boy and kind of a new probably in a new school because Halloween school's only been uh, uh open for a month or two or six weeks so you're still getting to know and then maybe it's your first crush or an early crush and and you're not just with her you're with an entire group of friends right and I can totally see be that being that nervous and then just and you know we know Sam was different maybe a little more sensitive or whatever, and then just throw up. And just the way he says, you know, mostly on Arlene. Andrea. You know, just the way he says, Andrea, I'm sorry, mostly on Andrea. And just the way he says it, you're like, oh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I like that Dean said he didn't remember her. You know, he thought and he didn't remember her. You know, he didn't have a clue what was going on (laughs) with with Sam and her. I did like, again, I love brother things. And then, you know, Sam's hiding in the woods until Dean comes and finds him. He must have been pretty worried. He probably didn't say yeah. he was probably worried, you know, on that that kind of night. And I love stuff like that. But um, anyway. And I love how I, all I of us see... callback call back to the pilot, too, because when Jessica is yelling at Sam, come on, Sam, and the pilot, and she's in her nurse outfit and Sam peeks out and says, you know how I feel about Halloween. You know, so I love how it's, you know, Mm -hmm. it's always been there. So it's not something that they've come up with off the Mm -hmm. bat, you know, brand new. Oh, okay, we're going to decide that Sam hates Halloween. No, it's been there since the beginning. So I like that. Yeah. But I think at the beginning, or at least my thought was in the pilot when he says he hates Halloween, well, you figure it has to do with them hunting and monsters. Right. Because you know, he says, but, every day is Halloween. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And you could have more than one reason to hate Halloween and just have that one particular trauma from, because stuff that happens to you when when you're a kid, you just never forget. You know, it just stays with you forever. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I can... I thought it was fine. I mean, I'm certainly not going to complain about it if it isn't, you know, 100% perfect. 
perfect. I I don't care. Um, right. And then Dean says, you know what? I'm going to get you over this. And next Halloween, we're going to do it right. And I say matching outfits. And I'm like, I'm like, Sam, I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and then all these choices. I'm like, okay. Uh, you know, Ren and Stimpy. Um, um, Scooby, Scooby and Shaggy, which was, of course, a nod to, to Scooby Natural, which they also had the Scooby uh, lunchbox that Sam blew off uh-huh, to get the right. door open, which was great. And then uh, uh, Ren and Stimpy and um, Bert and Ernie. And then they both said, no, that's weird. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Selma and Louise. <laughs> and I'm like, I know. Yeah, I'm with Sam. Like no, 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 no. Yeah. I did not like Dean being so excited about Thelma and Louise and how we would just, you know, press the yeah. gas and go. Yeah, it's like, put no, it in drive and go. How, I'm like, no. That's <laughs> how they killed themselves. So, no, no, no. <laughs> and and uh, also, that's the way that sometimes I think, was it Jensen who said Thelma and Louise? He, he uh, for a while, wanted that to be the end for Sam and Dean on the show to mm-hmm. be like Thelma yeah. and Louise. And I'm like, I don't think Dean would do that to baby. Certainly not going to, I mean, he wouldn't no. want anybody else to have her, but I really don't think he'd drive her off a cliff. And also, and, and it made me feel better to see the look on Sam's face. Cause he was just as traumatized as I was. I'm like, no, 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 that's just, Terrible. There's nothing romantic about that moment in that movie. Mm-hmm. I hated that. Wow. I saw Thelma and Louise. It's a great movie until the end. <laughs> but you know, that tells you how nuts they were, how unstable they were to think that's a good idea. You know? Right, right. Anyway, yeah. And Turner and Hooch was a Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But I like that Dean was trying to get Sam to, you know, be better about Halloween and laugh and all that. And there was another moment, actually, before Halloween discussion, when Dean thanks Sam. And he says, I, I know what you did, you know, uh, trying to give me a, get me out of my funk and give me a win. So he tells him, thank you. And we don't hear see that kind of scene very often so it was really lovely and it was probably it was great for Sam to hear that and have Dean acknowledge it and um, he tells Sam also later whatever you need on there with everything going on and all the people in the bunker and I like how he calls Sam chief he says all right I did too yeah I thought it was, I thought it worked a couple, on a couple of levels. It's like, it's Dean acknowledging that while he was Michael, Sam was leader. And I think he's pretty proud that all the other people in the bunker, and there's too many people in the bunker, I'm with Dean. Um, but anyway, um, that they acknowledge Sam as their leader, and I think he's pretty proud of that. And I mean, he knew Sam was capable of it, and he's always, you know, trusted Sam, but I just think he likes that everybody else was calling Sam the leader and calling him chief. And yeah. I also think it's Dean acknowledging that 
he's not 100% that he's still traumatized from Michael and he's not sure and it's him saying, all right, you be chief, you know, I'll be there. I'll be there for you, but you're, you're chief, maybe, you know, because he's not 100% yet. Um, right. Michael, he said, I'm never going to get over it. I'm never going to get over it, you know, and he said before, um, it was like I was drowning, you know, so he's definitely traumatized. I like that he admitted he was traumatized. He doesn't usually do that either. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember I also just a few years a few years ago we were talking on the podcast about how it, you know it'd be nice if they would admit you know when they're um feelings to each other and you know admit when they need help and that they're having trouble mm-hmm. and now they're doing that you know I mm-hmm. our boys have grown our babies have grown <laughs> I know our boys are growing up and it's it's good to see and I think I think they've all they've almost lost each other so many times. I don't know, maybe they're trying to say what they got to say sometime because you never know when one of those times might be permanent. And mm-hmm. and they just want to make sure the other knows. Um I also love that Sam tells Dean, which I think Dean needs to hear. Um I, I know you said yes for me, you know, and we got the scene before with Sister Joe saying to Michael, you know, Dean Winchester, why would he say yes to you? And he says, love. And then in this episode, Sam says, I know you did it for me. And then he says, you know, for Jack, for family. And he's right, but right. Sam right. was first. It took Sam being in trouble for Dean to say yes to Michael. Nothing else has ever put him. Saving the world never pushed him to that. So it's always Sam first. And I loved hearing that. I loved that. I loved that whole conversation. You know, it was it was heartfelt and it was um, emotional, but it was also funny and, and goofy and, and the whole Halloween story. It was just, it had everything without being too much. I just thought it was great. Yep, I agree. Mm. Oh, and they were also going to be Rocky and Bullwinkle, which of course... Yeah, yeah. Squirrel. (laughs) Miss and Squirrel. Which might work. (laughs) Yep. This is a week like we were talking about before the podcast where it's going to be one or... I loved it when, and I loved when that happened, and then yeah. Vinny's not here. Vinny's not here to, you know, tell us all the things that was wrong, and so it's I just know. kind of kind of a boring Vinny, podcast. Vinny, if you're out there, <laughs> Texas, Texas, we miss you. Yeah, I, I know, but you know, this episode deserves it. You know, we haven't had one in a long time. <laughs> So it's okay, I think, to get an episode every now and then. Like, like Dean says, sometimes you got to take the win, you know. <laughs> right, right. This is a great exactly. 
I would and I, I would I would prefer to have a whole season of these episodes. So I'm not complaining oh, yeah. one single bit. No, no, no. And um and without giving too much away about it, the preview for the next next week. It also looks like a brothers hunting episode. I'm like, this yeah, is awesome. Um, is it my birthday? Is it Christmas? <laughs> I remember when the synopsis when the synopsis came out for next week. I was really excited because it sounds like mm-hmm. a really good episode. Um, let me pull it mm-hmm. up. It's called um, Nightmare Logic, and it says. Um, we didn't mm. see it. After a hunt gone wrong leaves Maggie's whereabouts unknown. Maggie's that girl that I still don't know why we're supposed to care about it. <laughs> After a hunt gone wrong leaves Maggie's but whereabouts can't remember unknown. Her name. <laughs> right, Maggie, Melanie, Mel, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. After a hunt Maria, gone wrong leaves Maggie's whereabouts <laughs> unknown. Sam, uh, Dean, Mary, and Bobby race to find her, but what they find are their own worst nightmares. So. It sounds it sounds kind of like the Buffy episode nightmare from season one, you know, where all of their nightmares were coming true. And mm-hmm. if so, I'm very excited. I am very excited for that. Yes, I loved that episode. Just loved it. And Buffy, um, who wrote it? Do we do we know who wrote it? Uh yes, it was written by um, uh, Meredith Glenn and directed by Darren Grant. Okay, Meredith. Glenn, you know when she when she hits, she's pretty good, as I recall. Yeah, she wrote, yeah. She's written some some good episodes, so we'll we'll cross our fingers <laughs> that it, this is um, this is one Grant's of them. Not familiar. I don't know if he's. I don't think he's directed an episode of us before, has he? Because the name's not familiar. I do not know, but you know, as you say, I fourteen years. <laughs> um, what else has he done? What else has he directed? I. It doesn't look like he's directed anything else of supernatural. I mean, he's directed other things. And didn't I see that Amin? I mean, directed an episode of Saints and Sinners. Or did I see that What's that? Because so did Darren Grant. Hmm. Uh, you cut That's out there. Oh. Um. I was talking about I I'll have to check but I think both Darren Grant and the director of <laughs> excuse me Mint Condition directed an episode of the same series but Darren Grant it looks like he's uh he's been a music video director which I know people were talking about like wow he's directed a lot of music videos and just recently started with TV <laughs> oh yeah yeah, I do see that here. Yeah, yeah, it's done a lot of videos. I say so what? So that'll be interesting. Music yeah, that that would be interesting. Many of them are wonderful. Yeah, they're you know, mm-hmm. and you got to get it done in like three minutes. You know, you got to get all your entire story right. across in three minutes. Attention to detail and all that kind of stuff, and a different eye because it's music. It's a lot more freeform and all that. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, we shall see. I like her as a writer, so got my hopes up. <laughs> Me too. 
Mm. So the convention going on now, Jared and Jensen are at this mm-hmm. one, right? It's not one of the other ones. Yeah, great. Yeah. I I hope I hope fans tomorrow tell them how awesome this condition was and how much we loved it and how we'd like to see more and, you know, <laughs> go back and tell Davey Perez. I, I hope everybody takes that chance. And maybe they'll have some fun stories about it, too, you know, making it. Because it, like, it looks like such old-fashioned horror movie fun to make, you know. So, anyway, I, I hope right. they can reinforce that these, these episodes are great and we love them and to please make more. <laughs> oh, another thing. Did you notice that Sam and Dean were actually apart fairly often? I did. I did. But it didn't feel that way, did it? Nope. And you didn't mind because what they were doing and the characters they were with were so well-rounded and part of the story Mm -hmm. and related really well to Sam and Dean. You didn't mind. And I'm sure part of that that is also um, Jared and Jensen. Filming schedules are not as um, big. They get a little bit more time off. So sometimes I think they film separately, and that's probably when they do scenes like this. But it was so well done on this one. They were apart, but I didn't mind because it was so well written and integrated. I was like, it makes sense because Sam and Dean don't always stay together. You know, like one does one thing one researches mm-hmm. and one does right. part of the hunt or whatever just like they were doing just like they were doing for this um i also like that sam was going somewhere and dean just flipped him the keys to the impala like here you go mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like oh that's nice i thought so too <laughs> and um, talking about that, that scene i i didn't realize how much i missed them like being in a hospital till they were actually there. Because remember, they used to visit hospitals to get information mm-hmm. and stuff from victims a lot. And mm-hmm. when, when saw them in the hallway there, and it was like, oh, this is like old times. I didn't realize that it, you know, it felt so long since we had them standing in a hospital hallway. And I, was mm-hmm. like, oh, I missed this. I missed it. Yeah. And like Dean says. <laughs> Hospitals at night can be pretty empty, <laughs> pretty uh-huh. creepy. <laughs> and they turn off all, all the lights, um, you know. Yeah. Trying to let the patients sleep so, you know, it get it can get even creepier if you're making and, horror movies. That's true. Mm-hmm. In real life, you know, I've been in hospitals at night before and, you, you know, they can't, they are empty. Yep, me too. And, yep, they're quiet. And empty. Oh, <laughs> speaking of the hospital, um, Dean's chasing Hatchet Man, looking for a weapon, and he goes to the to the cabinet where the fire hose and the axe are, and he's about to like, yeah. you know, crash through it with his arm, and then he's like, "Wait a second and he just opens it, and it's open, and he takes <laughs> out the axe. <laughs> it made me think of the episode in like second season when Dean's about to kick in the door and Sam stops him and says, wait, let's try and open it. And, and it was open, you know, so maybe he's learned <laughs> over the years. Just try the door first. But that was a nice little moment. I liked it a lot. 
I love to know like yeah. how much of this was in the script and then how much maybe the director and they came up with, you know, when they were filming and yeah, it was just just a great just a great episode. That I did not love. What? I missed part of that. I don't I don't think there was anything about it that I did not love. I loved everything. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what else to talk about. <laughs> but <laughs> it was just great. I know. Again, it's like, it was just great. It's like, like you said, I love that it was a ghost story, the EF, EMF meter, the salt circle, the cold spots. You know, you're like, uh-oh. You know, you just knew right away, like, oh, no. Um, you can they can see their breath. It's really cold, and um, in the right. hospital room, that scared Stewart out of the salt circle. You know, the doors are banging and it's getting cold and everything. I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh, and when the chainsaw came flying at Dean, oh my God, in the basement, Stewart's basement, it just comes flipping over straight at him, and I'm like, oh my God, I would have passed right out. <laughs> Even Dean was a little shook up. I couldn't see what there that was. What there, and then you know, then you see it come flying. It's like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that was another thing I noticed that Jordan, um, as the ghost, didn't didn't hurt anybody else. Like, he just pushed Samantha out of the way. And that chainsaw could have hit Dean. Right. But it just, he, I mean, it was pretty much to the side. It was more like he was trying to scare everybody else, kind of like, you know, stay out of my way because I'm after Stewart. And right. So, like, hmm. You know, so he wasn't just, it was a nice nod to that. He wasn't just straight evil. Like we've talked before about, like, um, the host for a demon. And now they just kill the demon and, some, and the body and don't even care. But before they used to try and save the person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. this is kind of like this, you know, Jordan wasn't evil. You know, he was just very protective of his store and his comics. And he was angry and he was still held here. But he wasn't evil. You know, he didn't, he left the store to Sam and Dirk. He didn't hurt Samantha. He didn't hurt either one of them. He was only after Stuart. So Right. I thought that was cool. And you um, know, usually usually I you know, I catch it if they show something, you know, that doesn't really need to have a close up or something. I usually catch it, you know, that that's gonna be the mm-hmm. reason. But I did not catch it that it would be the Batman keychain, you know, and they mm-hmm. on rewatch they I noticed that they showed it quite a few times, but on my first mm-hmm. time through, yeah. I did not, I didn't catch it. So I, kudos I, to them, but <laughs> they didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't catch it this time. So yay. Um, I, it was they did a good job, but I did see it. I did kind of go, hmm, you know, I wonder if it's the keys. You know, because it's got that Batman keychain. It's you know, it's it's uh, and I'm like, hmm. But I thought it was it was a great choice. It certainly wasn't obvious, you know. So right, I thought it was. I thought it was a great choice. Um, 
another funny. Here we go again. Um, yeah, another funny moment when when uh, Dean's comparing Sam to Samantha, and you know have they have the same delicate features and luxurious hair <laughs> and everything. Somebody said that when both Samantha and Sam put their hands up to their hair, that Sam's actually giving Dean the finger. If you look, it's kind of... He does He, he, he does a little bit. I caught that, too, yeah, when they're both pushing their hair behind their ear. Yep. Sam mm-hmm. definitely does a little bit. Not enough to get caught by the FCC, but a little bit. Yes. Yeah. So... It was subtle, and it's such a brother thing to do, you know. It's such a brother thing to do, which was fun. So very much, yeah. Mm. Mm. And just looking through my notes, is there anything else I can say? Yay! Did you see that? Um, I just, I just want more of this every week. I know. Another note I have is that, like you were saying, it was so funny when they both, you know, bend over to hide behind the seat. It looked really funny, and I think is there must be some gag reel, um, <laughs> moments uh, from that scene. Probably this whole episode has <laughs> plenty. The whole thing is right. wild. Mm-hmm. I agree again. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, yeah. There's just nothing to argue about here. There's nothing to disagree. <laughs> no. It's another boring podcast because the episode was awesome. When the episodes are awesome, yeah. we have boring podcasts. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know. Really, it's like nothing. The only thing we're we're all, well, we're arguing with Dean is that we don't want Selma and Louise. I mean, that's the most, you know, we've gotten sort of pot, the episode. It's just annoyed. Ah, no Selma. No <laughs> Selma and Louise ending. No, no, no. No, not Bad. allowed. <laughs> nope. You know, <laughs> um, When um, Dean confronts Hatchet Man in the in the morgue, and he says, "There's you know there's two ways this can go," and he says, "You can let things here go and go into the light," and then he says, "Or I can send you there." And I love that so Dean Winchester, you know, mm-hmm. this case has obviously yeah. gotten him back together. And then he fights, and he fights with anything. He was like throwing the sheet at Hatchet Man, and then he picks up like the the bowls from autopsies and, and starts whacking them with, I thought it was it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just one more thing we enjoy. <laughs> you know, Thelma and Louise reminds me that, that sometimes, and I know some fans and some, I guess depends when you ask them, sometimes Jared and or Jensen say they want Sam and Dean to, to die at the end of Supernatural. And first, it's hard to talk about the show ending anyway, no matter how much it's changed. And I don't see why they have to die. And you can't have one die and one live because the other one will never let the other die Mm -hmm. in peace 
ever. So it's got to be both or neither. And I say, why? Why kill them both off? And I know it's dramatic and traumatic and, you know, they've always sacrificed everything and they are heroes. But they'll say, well, it has to have have an end. I'm like, well, no, it doesn't. Because when we started watching the show, we were just like, dropped into Sam and Dean's lives. It wasn't from the very beginning. We haven't been watching since, you know, Sam was a baby and Dean was a little kid and mom, you know, burned on the ceiling and dad took them hunting. We found out about it, but we haven't seen everything. We we didn't start at the beginning, so there's no reason why the show has to end. It can stop and I like the thought of just thinking that, yeah, Sam and Dean are still hunting. They're still out there. They're still being heroes. But it's almost like you're driving somewhere and you get on the highway and you keep seeing the same other car on the highway. And then your city comes up, so you get off the highway, but those other cars keep going. And they keep going to continue with their lives and their stories and doing whatever, and then you go off and do yours. You know, nobody else in the cars had to die for you to get off the highway. Am I making any sense? <laughs> yes, I you know totally, what I'm I don't totally agree. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I'd I, rather I, have I it just sort of I, I, stop. Yeah, I, I can't stand when they kill off everybody in a show because, you know, mm-hmm. at the end, because it's like, then I, I don't want to watch it again. And it's kind of... Yeah, it's upsetting. <laughs> Angel, which is one of my all-time favorite shows, it had the mm-hmm, ending too. where they're still fighting. You know, I you know last mm-hmm. words on it, Angel saying, "I kind of want to, I kind of want to get the dragon," and right. but yet it's, I, you know, so they're still fighting. I still think you know Spike, Angel, mm-hmm. Illyria, hopeful, uh, hopefully Gun, even though in the comic books Gun was van- turned into a vampire, but I don't like to think about that. Um, you know, I think of them still fighting, even though it still breaks my heart, though, because they killed off Cordelia. They killed off mm-hmm. Wesley. Um, Lauren left, so he's not, but the mm-hmm. actor is dying yeah. in real life. Um, you know, it it's still heart, heartbreaking when I watch it, but I still do. Because you have the ending was still... Yeah, the ending. Even though they killed Wesley in the end, it was it was still a really good finale. Um, and again, like Angel and like Buffy. Like when I watch early seasons, I have to compartmentalize that. Eventually, all these characters are going to be dead, or they're going to be so different, and like it's hard to enjoy the early seasons. Just thinking about where they're going to end up and exactly you know exactly. and and you know i mean other shows more recently like i didn't watch every season but vampire diaries you know that's a story of two brothers and i'm sorry it's a, a spoiler alert if you haven't watched all seasons of vampire diaries and you're going to stop listening um the two main characters of who are also brothers, and one of them dies. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, and it's it's hard watching the show knowing that's going to happen. And I don't think it's always necessary. 
Um, and sometimes, like, stop killing characters. Be better writers where you don't have to resort to that. I mean, sometimes, mm-hmm. and not everybody's going to survive, especially on a show like Supernatural. But I don't need it to end with Sam and Dean dead. I don't. Let them just keep on fighting like angels, keep on hunting. And then who knows, maybe someday everybody will come together and they'll do a movie or a mini, a little mini series like X-Files, which ended and then came back 25 years later, right. you know, and, and I enjoyed seeing them again. And, and, you know, they didn't all die. I mean, they were kind of like Sam and Dean because Scully and Mulder, came and go sort of like that. But um yeah, it's like it's just I'm just like stop it. <laughs> just stop it. I don't want to see it that way. But, and you know Sam and Dean will hunt as long as they're alive, they'll hunt. So let it be that way. Let me think of them out there being heroes and hunting and and taking care of people just like they always do. Yeah. I, uh, anyway. The only thing yep. I'm cranky like, with Jared and Jensen about. <laughs> they want Sam and Dean to die. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Not allowed. Nope. Not allowed. Nope. Sorry. Not happening. No. I have any say about it, which I don't. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um. We didn't really do a podcast last week. Well, we couldn't because two out of three podcast uh, members <laughs> were, uh, oddly enough, at a horror convention, which felt really familiar <laughs> uh, in this episode. <laughs> uh, yes. And there were there were some nightmare things about it that had nothing to do with the, it being a horror convention. But anyway. Um, and I, I'm terribly sorry I haven't had a chance to watch that episode. Is there anything about that episode you want to mention? Or we just we'll just let it be and move on? I, I you know, I, I you know it had really low ratings, I know and um I know a lot of people, um, at least on my Twitter timeline and stuff, didn't really care for it. But I watched it when uh got back from the convention and I thought it was pretty good. Um not as good mm-hmm. as this week's of course, but um, mm. I you know I wasn't bored, and there were um, little moments where they um, you know that were actually really good, and some cute mm-hmm. scenes like Dean talking about Sam's beard, and um, Kim Rhodes was in it, and I loved Sheriff Jody, and she was great. Um, I never watched the Wayward episodes. I'm sorry, I'm not a wayward fan, even though I love Sheriff Jody and I love Sheriff, love Donna. Um, but I, so I had never seen Kaya I don't watch before. them either. <laughs> I'd never yeah. seen Kaya yeah. before. And there was a, so, uh, apparently this isn't the real Kaya. This is an alternate universe Kaya because the Kaya from our universe apparently got killed by this alternate universe Kaya. I don't know. But I guess. Yeah. 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 <laughs> The actress playing Kaya was really good, and I liked her scenes with Dean. And mm-hmm. overall, I thought it was a pretty good episode. And then there was uh, Jack having that big um, ending where Jack's sick. He's coughing up blood. Um, so, you know, got to wonder what's wrong I with Jack. I can't be good. No. Uh, no. 
it has to do with him being human, I'm guessing now. And see, he, mm-hmm. um, uh, there was him, uh, the, the B storyline was a girl um, had been hexed by a witch and Castiel and this other hunter and Jack were trying to save her. And uh, so Jack was the smart one and figured out it was this necklace she was wearing. But see, it was it was only Jack, from what I remember when I watched it, so that touched the necklace. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking maybe mm. it's something from the witch necklace because when he that's what he used mm-hmm. to save her. So I'm I'm wondering if it's something with that. I could be completely wrong, but that was what I. Well, got that from. makes sense if he's the only one who who touched it, and um, we were again talking before he went on the air about it, and and we know from this episode, Dean says that um, uh, Cass is still showing Jack the ropes. So we know Jack is still hiding whatever's wrong with him. So that hasn't come out, and I'm sure it will. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it'll be like the half-season cliffhanger or whatever, because let me see. We've got four episodes down. Next week is five, and usually there's at least eight and sometimes ten episodes before we get the Christmas and New Year holiday hiatus. So it might have something to do with that break, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. um Yeah. But I hope I hope Jack's okay. I like him. <laughs> I still like that character. Yes, me too. And I, I he's a, he's a yeah. sweet kid. Yeah. Um I, I don't know what's going to happen with all these people in the bunker. <laughs> I'm like Dean. It's like, you know, Riley, who's that? Whatever. I'm cool. <laughs> you know, I don't know who that is. <laughs> and, and, um, and then what, what's her name? Maddie, Maggie, Millie, Mariana, you know, it's like Vinny says, I, I, <laughs> I, you know what? I actually like her because like when Sam assumes she can just hack into some, uh, uh, yeah. cameras or whatever, and she just looks at him and goes, no. no. And, you know, she doesn't give up. She's still trying, but she's, like, way over her head, you know, and everything. So it's kind of nice to have somebody there like that because not everybody's an instant fabulous hunter, you know, like times uh, the characters turn out to be. So I, I kind I like her for that reason. She's just like, nope, right. yeah, can't do it. Not a clue. So. Anyway. Well, is there any Winchester Bros. dot com business? Mm-hmm. That's our website. No? Everybody should go see our website and check out all the news and follow us on Twitter, which is Winchester Bros. And also on Facebook. Also Winchester Bros. <laughs> We're everywhere. So is there any big news? Oh, we could, we could talk about the ratings. I mean, they came up a little bit for mid-condition. Wasn't the World Series on for the SCAR, the one last on, week? And I think every show I, was down. I think so, yeah. 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 And this one, it came. It did come back up. I wonder if it adjusted up a little bit more or it stayed the same. Because, you know, sometimes it, it'll change you know, with the, all the DVR things. Right, yeah. It mm. may have. Um, 
Yeah. At least it came back up. I tell you, if they keep making these episodes, it will keep coming back up. I mean, they're still, you know, they're holding their own. Um, again, I think they do better with more brother episodes, but, you know. Um, I still say they're doing just fine, considering they're in season 14. Yeah. Um, yep. I think we discussed everything we can about this one. This is one of those that, the more fabulous things. Yeah, um, like it, nothing controversial scene. about it. <laughs> yeah, um, I love Sam and Dean in short sleeves. I loved their outfits. Um, I liked Sam in a beard. Sorry, Dean. <laughs> But, you know, if Dean says it's got to go, well, it goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't. I'm trying to think, is there anything else about it? I don't think so. Um, public service announcement, Election Day in America is Tuesday. Please get out and vote. It's very important. It's nobody's business who you vote for, but please vote. Please don't think because... Oh, voter turnout looks really great. I don't have to go, you know, or I, I, it's whatever. It doesn't matter. It matters very much. Please, please vote if you're uh, in the United States. <laughs> um, and thank you. Is All right. It? Anything else? I think that's it. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed talking about mint condition. <laughs> and um, that's it. Maybe next week uh, this looks suspiciously like another Brothers Hunting episode. So next week's podcast may also be an hour of us saying how wonderful everything is. But I, is Vinny back? If, if Vinny's back. Vinny will Vinny will be back, so it'll be more interesting. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she'll, she'll have she'll have issues <laughs> with it, I'm sure. Yes, <laughs> and that's good. That's a good thing. It's more discussion, and she always makes us see things that you know we didn't catch maybe on the first <laughs> the first round. Podcasts are boring. But hey, if it's a brothers episode. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if it's a brothers episode, she you know may not have as much. As she usually does about things, but but I guarantee anyway. she'll have something. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> All right, that's it. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, have a great week. Enjoy next week's episode, and we'll be back soon. Good night, everybody. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to... Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio.